0: This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. Today's game will be pitting the bench warmer team of Scott and Walling versus the warmer team of Dan and myself, Josh. Our host for today is going to be one-time contestant and assistant coach to our Patreon team, David Lux. Uh, welcome back to the bench, David. Uh, why don't you take a minute to remind us about yourself?
1: Sure thing. Thanks, Josh. Um, my name is David. I live in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and uh, I guess sports allegiances first, uh, Boston sports teams, Oregon Duck football, UNC basketball, Pretty much, pretty much dislike every New York sports team, especially Duke basketball. So there we go.
2: New York adjacent,
1: New York. Well, all New York fans,
2: so. New York and spirit.
1: Yeah, that's right. Totally New York and spirit. Absolutely.
2: Five minutes from
3: your house, but New York and spirit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all true.
1: All right,
4: Scott, how are you doing today? I'm I'm good. Uh, I, well, I got shot up yesterday, so I'm not feeling any, any side effects. So that's, uh, that's good. I'm ready to go. So if I lose, I can't blame it on that, unfortunately, <laughs> And uh, I started outdoor kickball on Thursday. No Meg. I can happily report uh, great team, great group of people. Uh, yeah. I'm really excited for this season. Glad I switched leagues. Sounds like the uh, the right move.
0: Wonderful. And uh, hopefully no Meg uh, shows their face a few weeks in. Hopefully hope not. not. Okay. Walling, how you doing? And uh, let us know what your and Scott's team name is going to be.
2: Well, um, I have a confession to make gentlemen. I, um, I was on, if, for those of you that have listened to Triviality, I was on a very recent episode, um, and I, in that, Neil made a joke about like a walk-up song, and I said my walk-up song would be the Humpty Dance, and two weeks later, Shock G passes away, so I want to apologize to the members of Digital Underground, Um G's family, everybody, I didn't know that I was capable of this, but apparently this is a thing now that I'm on this podcast. So I promise not to mention anyone I like uh, ever again.
1: Just keep talking about Meg. Meg and,
2: Meg and oh, Skip Bayless. Geez.
1: What are you all going to do if Meg listens to this podcast? <laughs>
4: he okay,
1: good. All
0: right. <laughs> so walling, yes, we are magical beings with way too much power. This, po- this power is scary really a
3: it's bestowed upon you when you join the show and you don't even know it is that's the problem <sighs> we yeah. didn't know it when we all got together you know but shock g though i mean like i said he 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 had it coming he, he ate up all my crackers and my licorice and drank up all the hennessy i had on the
2: shelf and he kept asking those fat girls if they were ticklish yeah
3: and that was all before he introduced himself
2: <laughs> how rude so in that spirit we have decided to pair one of our favorite recently deceased rappers with one of our favorite WNBA teams. And we will be the Detroit shock G.
0: All right. Detroit shock G. Uh, and just, you know, I'm doing all right. Uh, just got done introducing the teenager to the movie clue this morning.
4: So
3: oh, beautiful. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Yeah. a
4: Tim Curry performance.
3: It is. I mean,
0: it's a great performance by all of them, but yeah, it's, uh, and it's fun. It's fun seeing all three of the endings right in a row. So yeah. So that was my morning, and so I'm in a good mood. So Dan. In flames, in flames, flames. flames. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan, how are you? And you can let uh, everybody know what our team name is going to be.
3: Yeah, it was a crazy morning this morning. We had a, a singing telegram show up out of the blue, and I shot her. She's dead. <laughs> um, dead. No, it's, it's it's a gloomy, rainy day here, and I uh, just got my hair cut, and I don't plan on doing anything else the rest of the day, so let's bring it on. Bring on the day. Bring on this recording. Bring on the game. Bring on everything. Bring on the singing telegrams. Just bring it all on. I'm, I'm, I'm good to go today. Um, but uh, whenever Josh and I team up, um, we always get you know the side eye. We always get comments from the peanut gallery that there's just way too much Minnesota on this show. I get it. We talk about it every once in a while, but as far as I'm concerned, there's always room for more Minnesota. So our team name will be always room for more Minnesota.
0: I don't think you could have put it any, any better. Eh, that was perfect.
3: Danny De- Green once said that there's no room for crybabies, but there's always room for Jello. He didn't say that, but he, he meant that he, he had that in his head somewhere, but uh, always room for more Minnesota and Jell-O minus the Jell-O. We are now going to kick it over to our favorite Minnesotan, uh, Dan for the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway.
0: All right, well, it is now time to hand the reins over to David, who is going to take us from here on out. I'm sure I'll be jumping in with uh, score updates,
1: but David, the floor is yours. Great. Sounds good. And I don't even have the pressure of keeping score. This is this is even better. All right. So today's, today's warm-up tailgate theme is going to be common tailgate activities. Okay. So question number one. With Johnsonville Sausages as one of the big sponsors, a league for this sport has recently expanded its presence on ESPN networks to multiple events per
4: year. I like that. Yeah.
1: Yep. We can check in. Uh, Detroit Shock G has checked in. So... Always room for more Minnesota. Please talk it out. So, Josh, to me, this sounds like like
3: cornhole. Does that make sense? I mean, why would Johnsonville Sausage
0: be a sponsor for that? Well, that's true. But, I mean, sport?
3: Like, I, I was thinking hot dog eating contest. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's Nathan's wouldn't allow Johnsonville in, would they?
0: I mean, that's the only thing I could think of, and I don't know if Obviously, the Nathans is the granddaddy of them all, but it doesn't mean there couldn't be because that's a one time a year thing. So this is now would be expanding to multiple
3: times a year. I really think it's cornhole. I it's it's something that it's something that you do. It's a game you play during tailgating, which let's face it, we don't know how to tailgate in Minnesota. There's nowhere to do it. But um, if you're thinking about games that are played during during tailgating, that's it. I mean that and you know like uh, smaller other games but I mean everyone's got the cornhole boards you know I don't know I'm that's just what I'm thinking I'm I don't know if I'm gonna be stubborn on it but I just I don't know uh
0: you know I don't I don't have a real strong feeling on the hot dog eating I just went there because you know you eat hot dogs during a, a tailgate but it's is that really a sport I mean it's on ESPN once a year but is it a sport counts <laughs> so I don't if you if you're feeling really. Solid on cornhole, we can we can go with
3: the cornhole. Let's let's do a feeler this time. See if if it's right, then we know. You know, stick with stick with my first gut. If not, then you know. <laughs> well in general, I'm gonna be sticking with your with your gut over mine. So Yeah, well. All right. We'll we'll check in with cornhole.
1: Detroit Shock G. What you guys got?
2: Yeah, there's uh, multiple versions of this event. There's co there's college, there's men's. And they're all sponsored by Johnsonville sausages. And it is definitely cornhole. That's
1: exactly right. Both teams receiving points. It is amazing. I think during the, uh, during the pandemic, I remember going to ESPN several times when they didn't have anything going on. And, and I think they panicked and started playing a whole lot of cornhole. Uh, yeah. So there it is. So both teams receiving points, please, please let me never stumble upon this. Uh Sorry. <laughs>
0: Apologies. I mean, it's fun to play. I just can't imagine watching it on television.
1: Fair enough. Okay, so let's go on to question number two. This toy was named after pie tins that came from a pie restaurant in Connecticut and is believed to have been popularized by students from Trinity, Yale, and other Connecticut universities. Good with that, one. Yep. All right, we're checked in. Detroit Shock G, once again, is checked in, so always room for more Minnesota the floor is yours both said the same thing so it's got to be frisbee right got to be frisbee so we'll uh
4: we'll check in with frisbee detroit shock g what you guys got well you know just like um so some other things that we talked about before the recording i
1: prefer the ultimate version of this but we also checked in with frisbee both teams are receiving points um the name actually came from a place in bridgeport connecticut called frisbee's pies which is um by the way, I didn't know this, of course, until I started researching questions, but it was spelled F-R-I-S-B-I-E. So when Whammo actually trademarked the name, they made it F-R-I-S-B-E-E in order to in order to uh, avoid any trademark infringements. But um, one pop culture reference for this one, you may have noticed if you're a Back to the Future fan at Back to the Future 3, there's a scene where uh, Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly picks up picks up a pie tin, looks at it, and, and notices that it says Frisbee on the bottom. And they actually had it right. It says F-R-I-S-B-I-E, so with the times. And he, he uses the Frisbee to knock the, uh, the gun out of the, the bad guy's hand before he shoots Doc Brown. I don't know if, who remembers the scene, but there you go. All right, so both teams are receiving points on that one. Question three. This toy brand's name is believed to have originated from auto or drag racing named for the bar put on the front of trucks to push drag racing, drag racers, excuse me, minimizing damage. Also used in auto racing for a soft tubular bumper running below the doors in place of a running board.
2: Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna check in.
1: Okay, Detroit Chuck G checked in. Always room for more Minnesota. Talk it out.
0: I don't know what to talk out. Yeah, I don't know what that's called. I don't know either of those are like, yeah.
3: Well, I mean, this has to have something to do with tailgating too. Right? Yeah. What what could that be? I mean, mean, it's not like bumper cars. That's not something you pull out at a a tailgate. Um, Sounds like a good tailgate. Oh, it would be a great tailgate. But okay, let's let's just scrap everything he said. And what else do you do at tailgates besides drink and eat too much? Drink, eat, play frisbee and cornhole. (laughs) You throw a football around, but that's, um, I mean, what else do you do? I mean, I hate to give up on something, but I can't think of anything. No, I'm lost on this one. Yeah. We were going to bring out Mitch Berger. It sounds like it. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to call up the special teams unit on this one.
1: Is that your official check-in punt? Yep. So Detroit shock G, what did you guys have?
2: We were, we were taking bets on when it was going to pop into Dan's head there. Yeah, we were. <laughs> um, and I thought when Josh said you throw the football around that he was going to go, oh, oh, it's 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 uh it's uh it's nerf. The answer is nerf.
1: Yes, yeah, so one team receiving points. It's true. This is this is nerf, and I'm not sure if this is an outdated term. And but the term nerf is actually used, uh, or was once used to to mean like a a small sort of intentional collision between between two cars, which one driver sort of just barely bumps the other car in order to facilitate a pass. Um, that's actually called, or once was called a Nerf pass. And, and they literally had these like Nerf uh, bumpers almost in order for the trucks to push the drag racers out to the starting line so nobody got scratched. I really should have thought of that.
3: Well, I can tell you, here's, here's, your, here's your bonus flavor text. You know who created the Nerf football? Fred, Fred Cox, former kicker for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Hey. You know?
2: Always room for more Minnesota. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Especially when it comes about naturally like that. All right. So we're, we're, at, we're at the end of the tailgate. So, so uh, Bombeck, you want to give us a score update?
0: Do I, do I want to? No. Will I? Yes. All right. Uh, after the tailgate, um, always room for more Minnesota. Currently has 20 and Detroit Shock G is leading the way with 30.
3: Thanks.
1: Okay. So today's first quarter is going to be sporting haikus.
3: Sporting haikus. For this quarter, there will be five questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 20 points.
1: Question one. Six foot 11, ninth career triple doubles, 41st draft pick. Should we just check that in, Wally?
2: Yeah, we can. Yeah, go ahead.
1: We're checked in. All right, Detroit Shock G, checked in. Always room for more Minnesota. Talk it out.
0: Well, um, we've had little minor discussions. I sent to Dan, second round center known for triple doubles. Euro, maybe. They seem to get drafted in, you know, the second rounds, especially if they get drafted a little
3: younger than what they're looking to have them come over. I just had a thought. Who's the... uh the big guy for uh, for Denver, European. Um,
0: Jokic, Nikola
3: Jokic. Yes. You think it's him? I think it might be. He does seem to get triple doubles quite a bit. The only reason he came to mind, though, was because, I mean, Scott got me interested in the Nuggets at the end of the, during the playoffs last year, and I tried to pay attention to them. They were fun. And it fits the two criteria that we had <laughs> given to ourselves. Euro and center i mean big man yeah i couldn't tell you where he was drafted might that mean he was 41st i mean i don't know it could be i I think that's as good a guess as anything else we're going to come up with probably better guess than anything else we're going to come up with actually well you're you're right it
0: probably is probably is should we should we go with Jokic? yeah let's do it all right we're gonna check in with
1: uh, nikola Jokic and detroit shock g what did you guys have
4: you know, the more we discussed it, the more we, you know, felt like we landed on the answer here, just trying to think again, who's going to fit that criteria to be that big and be ninth, already top 10 in, in triple doubles. You know, this has to be someone that gets triple doubles a lot. You know, this isn't going to fluke things at first. maybe like Andre Karolenko, someone like that. We started to think on the European side, just because again, second round draft pick and typically, you know, the guys that big that are good passers are your Arbita Sabonis and, you know, those types of of players. So with all that in mind, we also checked in with the Joker, Nikola Jokic.
1: Both teams are receiving points. Uh, The correct answer is Nikola Jokic. Uh, I was blown away when I saw this list because you read off the all time triple doubles and I'll just give you guys a flavor now, but. Oscar Robertson, Russell Westbrook, Magic Johns, Jason Kidd, LeBron James, Wilt Chamberlain, Larry Bird, James Harden, Nikola Jokic. Like, I mean, and and I think he's only 25 or 26.
4: I was gonna yeah. When it's all said and done, him and Luka Doncic are gonna be likely gonna be one and two.
1: All right, And Doncic, by the way, is 11th. Uh, so he was Jeez. he was he was another guy that I thought of. It's absolutely amazing. So, yeah. So good job to both teams for come coming strong with that one. Okay, question number two for haikus: two World Series wins, same team player. Then Skipper, both since 2000. We can check in. Wow, Detroit Shock G has checked in. All right, we should be able to talk this out.
3: I mean, in the last 21 years, who's who's won more than one? You know, I mean, the Red Sox have, the Giants, have the Yankees won two since 2000. Um, they won in 2000 and they won again in what? Oh nine. 9 Yeah. So they've done it. Um, it's going to be a really young skipper. Um, is that all the teams that have done it twice? Is this a know your host thing? Maybe. Do we know who the Red Sox manager is? That's a good question. Let me think about that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, I think it's Alex Cora, right? That would fit, right? I think so.
0: Was he on two of the Oh, it just says two World Series. Wins. Yeah, he won one as a manager,
3: didn't he? <sighs>
1: yes, he did.
3: Yep. Yep. That's that's gotta be it. Okay.
1: Check it in. All right. Always Room for More Minnesota has checked in with Alex Cora, Detroit Shock G. What did you guys have?
2: We checked in pretty quick, but now we're second guessing ourselves because we um thought the we went with the Yankees angle and we thought who the Yankees manager was in that. 2009 World Series and we went with Joe Girardi
1: so one team is receiving points Um, the critical piece there was actually the both since 2000 I specifically had to put that in because the correct answer is Alex Cora uh, and Girardi was the manager of the Yankees in 2009 uh, but he was not on the 2000 Yankees he was on, I believe, if I remember right, I believe he was on the 96 and 98, may have even been on the 98, 99 Yankees, but was was with the Cubs by the time the Yankees sort of closed out their their streak there. So the correct answer is Alex Cora. Ooh. But that's a super quality second guess.
3: Oh, man. Yeah, I was as soon as you said that I was scared.
1: No, no, I, 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 I was I was ready specifically with my flavor text around Joe Girardi because I thought somebody might fall into that trap. So, yeah, thank you. We did. Thank you. Well, well, well done.
2: <laughs> right, right. It's right into the banana in the tailpipe.
1: That's right. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Okay. Question three Born in Jamaica, world record 979, then was caught doping. We'll check in. All right. Always room for more Minnesota has checked in. Detroit Chuck G. Talk it out. It's our first chance to talk out, but we don't really have to. Yeah. We,
2: I don't know how far down the Olympic sprinter. Um, list of names I think we know it's not Usain Bolt at least he hasn't been caught doping it's not Michael Johnson not Michael Johnson he's from Dallas thank you always room for more Texas um, so yeah I think that the Jamaica bit is a red herring and the, the sprinter that we can think of that is famous for being caught doping I think was was Ben Johnson
4: yeah and we're not gonna get fooled fool me once David <laughs> shame on the fool me can't get fooled again
1: Always room for more Texas.
2: Is <laughs> <laughs> that a check? Was that a check-in? Yeah, we're gonna check in with Ben Johnson.
1: I appreciate the taunting, but I'm waiting for the check-in. All right, there it is. Okay, and uh, always room for Minnesota. What did you guys have?
3: Yeah, that that list kind of begins and ends with Ben Johnson for famous people who were caught doping for uh, having the world record. Yeah, and
0: he was he was born in Jamaica, and I think he had malaria as a child. Um, I know some of this from previous question writing, but uh,
1: yeah. Okay. We also checked in with Ben Johnson. Both teams will be receiving points. Uh, the correct answer is Ben Johnson. And yes, the born in Jamaica, a lot of people don't realize. He was born in Jamaica and, and moved, I think, as a child to, to Canada. And the rest, I, I almost, when I wrote this question, I actually, before I pasted it into the chat, I had 979 had an asterisk next to it because 979 with an asterisk was the name of the, the ESPN 30 for 30 uh, documentary on ben johnson so anyway all right on to question four he won super bowls two sons each one one later all three are punters
2: good to check that in oh yeah okay we're gonna check in
1: all right detroit shock g has checked in so always room for more minnesota talk it out well there's
3: two punters in the league with the last name of colquitt have they both won the uh super bowl i don't know and i know i know that their dad was a punter Well, if you if you have that, then let's unless there's another punter with two sons who have gone into the league. That seems unlikely. The one that's with Minnesota. Oh, he was with he was with um the Broncos when you and Peyton won. Yeah, that's that's gotta be it then. Okay. Let's check in with Cole Quitt. Detroit Shock G. What did you
1: guys have?
2: Yeah, uh, one I believe one with the Kansas City Chiefs, and then you have I think that's Dustin Colquitt. The other one is Britton Colquitt, and then I know their dad was a punter. I'm assuming he probably won Super Bowls. Pretty much like Dan said, I can't think of a big family of punters that aren't named Colquitt. So we checked in with Colquitt as well.
1: Both teams are receiving points. Yeah, I think I think everyone on the podcast is too old to are too young to remember. Sorry, Craig uh, Craig Colquitt, who was who was. Um, the Steelers punter for the latter two steel curtain Super Bowls. All three of those guys went to Tennessee and there's actually Craig Colquitt has these guys have a cousin who also was briefly a punter in the league. So I I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you'd raise somebody to to focus on punting, but smart. It's a smart idea. Yeah.
2: Right. Right. Punt and long snap. Yeah. Oh yeah. Safest way to make millions in the NFL.
3: Nobody hits. no one hits the long snapper. They can't. Yeah,
1: that's right. All right. So on to question number five. Finnish goaltender thirteen fourteen 14 New Wasp named for him. You okay with checking in with that? Sure. All right. We'll check in. Okay, Always Room for More Minnesota has checked in. Detroit Shock G, you're up. Uh, hockey.
2: Great.
4: hockey. Uh,
1: <laughs> recent
4: hockey, but not right now. It's like if it's 2000s and 90s or now, I have a Fighting chance in between there. Oh, not so much. Okay. Instead, you think it might be a guy, the guy from the Sharks?
2: So I'm trying to think of of names with that sound Finnish that are goalies. Okay, so bear with me here. Finnish names always seem to have a lot of K's in them. Does that help? Uh, no. <laughs> think of, can you think of goalies with a lot of K's, like Mikos or?
4: miko sounds i mean it rings a bell but even so i don't i don't know the last name um suave (laughs) nice
2: finish finish gerardo
4: miko suave (laughs) Um, um i i mean it's one of those things i'm gonna know the name when i hear it
2: um Let's say, um, I know this name probably isn't right, but it sounds Finnish. We can go with Miku Koivu. Let's do it. All right. We'll go with, we'll check in with Miko Koivu.
3: Uh, always room for more Minnesota. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, Miku Koivu, uh, former wild player. Long time wild player. Long, long time wild player. And that's, that's what one thing Minnesotans know about is Finnish hockey players. <laughs> it's, they tend to end up here or here. I'm, I'm not here anymore. I'm sorry. They tend to end up in Minnesota, but, um, Pretty sure this is uh, Boston Bruins' great, uh, Tuka Rask.
0: Lots of Ks. I was close. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so one team is receiving points, and it is uh, three Ks in his name, Tuka Rask. So good call on that, Eric. Um, I don't know if anybody knows this, but somebody, somebody tipped me off to this. But in 2015, this is, this is your obscure trivia for the day. There was a new wasp, kind of a new species of wasp that was discovered in Kenya, which the scientists actually named, uh, sorry about the pronunciation, but it is something like Thamotodryanus Raski, And it was actually named after him. They said, this species is named after the acrobatic goaltender for the Finnish national ice hockey team and the Boston Bruins, whose glove hand is as tenacious as the raptorial four-tarsus of the dryanid species. Tarsus of of the dryanid species, sorry. And apparently they asked Rask about this and he said, it's flattering, we're the bees, I guess. Sorry about that, but huh? anyway, it's true. <laughs> not everybody has a wasp named after them. Uh, I just want to point that out. I,
3: I I would venture to say none of us do. I don't. No, nope. oh. not yet, at least. Actually, no. I I named the wasp that hangs out outside of our uh, outside of our door. I named him Bombac. So nice because he's annoying and won't go away.
1: I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the first quarter. Do you want to? We have a score update from. For Mr. Bombeck. We do have a
0: score update. Uh, Detroit Shock G uh, is currently as 90 and always room for more.
1: Minnesota is taking the lead with one twenty. Well, that brings us to our second quarter, which today will be the missing link.
3: The missing link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme
1: after the fifth question. Question one in today's missing link. For the 2016 season, this quarterback put up a league-best 117.1 QB rating, the only time he has led the league. I think that might be
3: right, yeah. It it fits, right? I mean, it's – Yeah, I think so. I mean, if it's not him, it's going to be a crapshoot of other, you know, mediocre quarterbacks, right? I mean, or maybe not mediocre, but, you know. Efficient. Efficient. Yeah. Efficient quarterbacks. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm good yeah, with that. Let's go. All right. We'll go with it. We'll check in.
1: All right. Always room for more Minnesota has checked in Detroit shock G. Talk it out. Um, this is just a
4: dartboard and we just throw at it. And yeah. Pick a name. Like I said it, it, it could be one of two things. It could be someone that you don't expect it to be like someone who's been really good, but has only one at once or it's someone that caught lightning in a bottle and just happened to have a really good outlier season.
2: Yeah, I don't know why my head keeps going back to Matt Ryan because he was that was right around the the height of the Falcons. But then you you also said I think the Patriots year after Seahawks.
4: he won the MVP, I believe, Matt Ryan. I think he won it in 2017.
2: And then you got the Patriots over the Seahawks, was that that so you got Wilson and Brady. The only other thing, so I'm kind of talking. I mean, like you said, there's Brady, Rogers, Breeze, Prescott, Rivers. Breeze, Rivers, Ryan. Yeah. Um.
4: I mean, they're all always fighting. Rogers. They're all always fighting each other for. Yeah. So it's, it's either that route, or it's like I said, someone that you don't expect, like uh, like an Andy Dalton or an Alex Smith or a Ryan Tannehill. I,
2: I mean. You want to go with just because? I mean, this was sort of the height of the Falcons winging it all over the place, and I, for some reason, it's stuck in my craw. Do you want to? Do you want to go with well, my I mean, Ryan? We Can
4: do it. I just think that he would have probably won it the year he won the MVP. That would make sense. Okay. Probably the league, but
2: so do you want to? You, I could we, be off
4: by a year, right? Because I mean, Mahomes has an MVP in there. Lamar Jackson has an MVP, and if we go and what who uh, had one right before the year before Mahomes. Have been after Ryan before Mahomes.
2: Was it a Brady year? No. Probably. I don't. <laughs> um, I probably. I don't remember. Or do you want to go with Brady? Because it could be kind of one of those red herrings.
4: Yeah, it could be. Um, I'd probably go, rather go. I don't know, man. If if you're on the Matt Who's, Ryan thing, go Matt. Yeah,
2: Ryan. We'll, we'll try it. We'll give that a shot, and yeah. we'll just see how it works. So we'll we'll check in with Matt Ryan.
1: Okay, Detroit Shock G has checked in with Matt Ryan, so always room for more Minnesota, what did you guys have?
0: Yeah, you know, we kind of went down uh, a quicker discussion of uh, Dan pretty quickly was like, that was Pat's Falcons, right? I'm like, yep, he's like, Ryan, and I was like, I think you might right because I think that was the year he won with the MVP, um, I think Brady was that missing year, which it's easy enough if you go, who won that year? Just say Brady, it's Brady, probably yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Um so we also checked in with
1: Matt Ryan. Uh Always Jim from our Minnesota has checked in with Matt Ryan and both teams will be receiving points. Uh Eric, nice, nice work especially and Scott, I'm glad you didn't talk him out of it. Um <laughs> no. uh that actually that I know QBR ratings are not something that people look at too often, but that was actually the seventh highest QBR rating in NFL history. And of course, I've been measuring it that long, but I was amazed when I saw that stat. I, I never thought he would get that high. All right. So the theme linked answers so far, Matt Ryan. Question two. What receiver set the record for the most receptions in an NFL game with 21 in 2009? A year after he had another game when he had 18 receptions, which was tied for which is tied for third most all time. We're going to check in. Okay, Detroit Shock G has checked in. Always room for more Minnesota. Talk it out. Josh, I think this is Brandon Marshall.
3: I think you're right. Short and sweet, just go with that. (laughs) All right, Okay. we'll check in with
1: Brandon Marshall. Great, so always room for more Minnesota has checked in with Brandon Marshall, Detroit Shock G. What did you guys check in with?
4: Yeah, pretty much right away. I I remembered uh, Brandon Marshall having two really, really big, uh, reception total games. Couldn't remember if he set the record, but I knew we had the, uh, the 18. So we also checked in with
1: Brandon Marshall. Detroit shock D checks in with Brandon Marshall and both teams will be receiving points. Um, so I pretty much had all my flavor text there, except for that. Amazingly, Brandon Marshall in that 21 reception game, that was in a losing effort, um, and, uh, Marshall and Terrell Owens are the only two receivers that have been at 20 receptions for a game but Brandon Marshall was at 21. So as the record,
4: wait, all right. he lost the, he lost that game. Wow. Yeah, he Crazy he lost the game. <laughs> how he never played a playoff game in his career. Wow. He lost the game, huh? What are, you, what are you saying? Something about temperamental wide receivers who rack up their own
1: stats and don't care about anything else. It-
4: I'm saying more like wide receivers that uh, on two different occasions played with Jay
1: Cutler. Uh, it's, yeah. It's all, also valid. All right. So the theme link dancers so far are Matt Ryan and Brandon Marshall. We'll go on to question three. What future NBA top 10 pick famously honored a fallen teammate by shooting his first free throw in the NCAA tournament left handed? Yeah, that's that's it. Okay, I couldn't remember which. Yeah, we can check in. Okay, always room for more Minnesota has checked in. Detroit Shock G.
2: So we think the teammate is Hank Gathers, right?
4: Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else it, it could be.
2: So, there was this came up on another episode I was on. Can I go back in time and listen? I don't know to if you've got that bomb bag podcast memory, man. I don't know. I'm still early in my career. I don't know if I've developed it yet.
4: Right. Oh, well, I mean, I haven't. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't always happen.
4: I think you'll get it. Um, D- i remember reading about this when i was a kid but
2: so was the other guy Bo, Bo something kimball does that sound yes that is a name isn't that the other guy from...
4: what? <laughs> no that is a name i didn't say that he always does <laughs> oh it's just that <laughs> that's i don't name. owe him money Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you Bo, say that Bo i can kimball does ring a bell
2: Okay. Absolutely. Now that yep. I, I will say now that you say that, all I can hear is Mason going, That's a name that, in my head. That, <laughs> that that's a name. <laughs> Shout out to Mason. Hi Mason. I hope they let you out of the room today. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He's had good behavior. Look at him. <laughs> <out. laughs> uh yeah, I like that. Bo Kimball.
2: That seems like I thought those were the two big loyal like this is Loyola, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's and definitely. Because, yeah, yeah. And so I thought those were the two guys, Gathers and Bo. Kim- I mean, you yeah, want to go no, in with you're, that. Don't you're you're with right that? about
4: that. As long as this is Hank Gathers, then yeah, that would make sense. And okay. I don't. I can't think of any anything else.
2: Okay, we'll try that then. Let's check in with Bo Kimball.
1: Okay, hey, Detroit Shock G has checked in with Bo Kimball. Always room for more Minnesota. What did you have?
2: Yeah,
0: pretty quick. I was. Uh, sent over to. Um, Dan, I was like, I was like, was Bo Kimball the shooter or the other guy? Like, I couldn't, like, I thought that was him. But uh, as soon as you said Hank Gathers, it was like, yeah, we definitely got the right guy. And Dan agreed that that was the right name. So we also checked in with Bo Kimball.
1: So both teams have checked in with Bo Kimball and both teams are receiving points. Um, Yeah, it was 1990. And, and everyone was, everyone was right. It was Loyola Marymount and Hank Gathers tragically died. And Bo Kimball honored him by, by shooting his his first free throw when they got to the NCAA tournament uh left-handed um there was i believe there was a 30 for 30 about this as well but everybody everybody had had the right the right stuff uh okay so the theme link dancers so far are Matt Ryan, Brandon Marshall and Bo Kimball. okay we go on to question 4 in the last 50 years of the men's NCAA basketball tournament what is the only state that has had five different schools reach the final four?
3: I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm having a hard time with anything else. Let's, do you want, should we just go with it? I think so. All right, we'll, we'll check in.
1: All right, always room for more Minnesota has checked in. Uh, begrudgingly checked in. And Detroit Shock G? Talk yeah,
2: it out. We, may, we may be begrudgingly checking in here soon too. Um, okay, so we, get, we can get like four. <laughs> a couple of different states and we can't get one to put us over the edge.
4: It's, it's just I feel like it's gonna be something in like the 70s like the fifth school.
2: Yeah it's gonna be well like, oh, so, they,
4: they just happen to get there.
2: So we've got North Carolina we think UNC, Duke, North Carolina State for sure and maybe Wake Forest. Wake is maybe and that would take one more for Texas we've got Tech Baylor and Houston that are sure
4: well in texas ut right
2: uh, in texas so there's four
4: so that's four so it's it's did someone else sneak in a&m ever i,
2: don't, I mean um, i
4: don't i can't ever really recall them
2: i didn't know um
4: and you said you don't think it's uh tcu
2: no i don't um new york we could only come up with two going Kel- over to like. California, my math was off, so San Francisco's years didn't count.
4: Right. But well, um, you're gonna have UCLA, you're gonna have
2: USC, the, uh, you're gonna have Cal. Stanford maybe. Stanford for sure. I think Stanford made a run. A couple so, but times. that's
4: all I can think of. I mean
2: Oh man, if only I had a drawer full of dye. Uh
1: fifty sided die
2: wow he's yeah, right.
1: got plenty of them that is yeah, that's right d- we could we could manufacture the we could manufacture the 1d50 for you well i think we need to
4: like make bench warmer's branded die at this point <laughs> like
2: this. with each bench warmer on a face
4: oh eight-sided eight-sided yeah. die with oh man that would be cool that's, that's incredible what
3: would you use it for though
4: mm, Uh oh like this yeah <laughs> when we're stuck
2: with Twitter. We each have guests. <laughs> uh, Scott's, the, the Scott's Montana is... and yeah, exactly. Eric's, <laughs> Eric's uh, The problem is Vermont. Six, like five of the sides are uh, end up with Minnesota and then the other three are... <laughs> I'd say
1: you could, you could fill it out make it a sponsorship opportunity for guests let people buy their way onto dice. <laughs> it's it's oh, only two of them. It's, it's really Patreon only level. two and a half dice sides face.
0: swallowing. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's not going to let you give a full Minnesota side to him. As okay. a matter of fact, he might want three quarters of his to be Wisconsin. You know?
4: <laughs> I I immediately laughed on to North Carolina as a know right. your host. We neglected know your host without Cora. We neglected know your host uh, a few times.
2: Well, in the interest of, of, of time and sanity, um, I think that we could, I think those four were good. And I think there's probably one other one that we missed somewhere um that could be a small school or like a run we forgot about so let's check in with that let's do that.
1: all right we're going to check in with the great old state of north carolina so detroit shock g has checked in with north carolina always room for more minnesota what did you guys have
3: i was all over north carolina for a while i could not come up with five i could not do it i'm I, davidson never made it in their their run yep. i can't remember the last time wake forest got there um And then other than that, you've got like what UNC Charlotte, UNC Greensboro, you know, um, UNC Asheville, Asheville. Yeah. Um, We started looking at Texas. We never looked at California, which is funny, but I thought
0: uh, about it, but I couldn't come up with I couldn't even get to four.
3: We ended up going with it's possible that well we know that indiana indiana state and butler have all been there
0: purdue's been there too I and purdue that. has
3: yeah and purdue has been there too and we were wondering if maybe notre dame had made it lately so we uh we checked
1: in with indiana so always from for minnesota's checked in with indiana and one team is receiving points uh the correct answer is indiana so in sort of uh from most obvious to least obvious in Indiana. Indiana made it a bunch of times. Butler, obviously, in 2010, 2011. Indiana State, people remember with Larry Bird, of course, that was the 79, the Larry Bird Magic Johnson year. And on either side of that, actually, Purdue in 1980 and Notre Dame in 1978. So the correct answer is Indiana. Well done. Uh, Just for the North Carolina, I will tell you, I'm 90% sure Wake Forest has not made it at least in the last 50 years, although UNC Charlotte has pretty sure so you so North Carolina is a four but not because of Wake Forest so anyway uh okay so our theme linked answers thus far are Matt Ryan Brandon Marshall Bo Kimble and Indiana brings us to question five what athlete counts among their accomplishments Olympic gold medalist golden glove in World Cup appearance in the ESPN body issue and contestant on Dancing with the Stars.
2: Okay. We're going to check in.
1: All right. Detroit Shock G has checked in. Always room for more Minnesota. Always room for more Talking It Out. I'm assuming the Golden Glove
0: goes to a goalie for the World Cup?
3: That makes sense. Would this be Hope Solo? That's could very well be.
0: I can't think of any other goalie that would necessarily make sense to go on Dancing with the Stars, but I don't watch that show, so.
3: Damn it. I know the theme. Yeah, that's it. Tope Solo?
1: Yeah, I'm checking in. Hold on. Okay, got it. So, Detroit Shock G, what did you guys have?
2: Yeah, um Golden Glove. I was thinking of, of um, Olympic gold medalist boxers. No, Um I was thinking of goalies and i thought the only soccer team that i could think of that won olympic gold and um world cups were the us and then I started going through my head said hope solo and then i caught on to the theme and then i definitely knew it was hope solo so checked in with hope solo
1: so both teams are receiving points and the correct answer is hope solo um which means that the theme linked answers are matt ryan brandon marshall bo kimball indiana and hope solo. So both teams submitted actually after the fifth question, um, with ha- Harrison Ford characters, uh, or played by Harrison Ford, and that that is in fact the correct theme. Um, so clear in Clear and Present Danger or Patriot Games, Harrison Ford played Jack Ryan. In Air Force One, he played President Marshall. In the Fugitive, he was Richard Kimball. Dr. Uh,
3: Dr. Richard Kimball.
1: Dr. Richard Kimball. Thank you. Very good. Um not spelled the same way, but I took some liberties. It was out. a one-armed man. <laughs> um, I don't care. And then, and then, of of course, the two more obvious giveaways were the Indiana Jones series, Raiders of the Lost Ark, etc., and in the Star Wars series, Han Solo.
3: I I jumped on the two first name things right away and regretted it. So did we. Yeah. <laughs> so so did soon we. as Bo Kimball. <laughs> soon as Bo Kimble, <laughs> like
4: Matt Ryan, Brandon Marshall, yeah, we're like Bo Kimble. Yeah, I was like Kimball.
0: Is that somebody's first name? No. Kimball Slice. Okay, so score update after the second quarter. Uh, Detroit Shock G is up to 220, and always room for more Minnesota is at 270. All
1: right,
3: so that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 20 points.
1: Um, For halftime, I've actually got five pre and post game style questions. Each of which contains at least one athlete and one entertainment related person with some liberal definitions of both, but here we go. (laughs) Ron Jeremy Giambi. No, no, no. I, I no. I'm trying to, I know it's a family show. All right. Question one, he holds the record for most different positions to qualify for an all-star game, second base, left field, right field, third base, and first base, and also was an actress who played third base for the Rockford Peaches. we checked in. Uh, Detroit Shock G has checked in. And always room for more Minnesota.
3: Played third base.
1: Isn't that, Wait, no.
4: Yeah, who, who was on? no who's on first you're right yeah
1: I don't know
0: where was Madonna third base she was in
4: in, center field she was
0: in outfield okay
3: Yeah. Uh, actually no that was John Fogarty (laughs) (laughs) was
0: Rosie first base
3: you know what I think she may have been I think she may have been third base yeah she was
0: Rosie O'Donnell
3: yeah that's gotta be
1: it yeah
0: All right, we're gonna check in with Pete Rosie O'Donnell
1: all right, always room for more Minnesota has checked in with Pete Rosie O'Donnell, which brings us to Detroit Shock G. What did you guys have? Latched onto this one pretty quickly. I mean, the,
4: the all-star, that's gotta be Pete Rose. And then the only person that fit with that that was a Rockford Peach was Rosie O'Donnell. So same answer, Pete Rosie O'Donnell.
1: So both teams receiving points, it is Pete Re- Rosie O'Donnell. Um, I wrote this question because I thought Eric was gonna be on. I know it's his favorite baseball movie. So anyway, all right, on to question two. So she was the only actress to play for the original Bad News Bears and was married to John McEnroe and is also the only quarterback to start a Super Bowl for the Steelers but never win. We're checked in. Detroit Shock G is checked in. Always room for more Minnesota. Time to talk it out.
3: Yeah, it's Tatum Neal O'Donnell. Right.
0: Tatum O' Isn't it Tatum O'Neal?
3: Yeah, Tatum O'Neal O'Donnell.
1: Yeah. All right. Always Jim for more Minnesota is checked in with Tatum O'Neill O'Donnell. Okay. Uh, back to Detroit Shock G. First of all, we're on to your theme, but go ahead, Wallen.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all things O'Donnell. We also checked in. We got the first one right as you were saying it, and then Scott typed me back the second one, and we just thumbs up. So Tatum O'Neill O'Donnell.
1: Both teams have checked in with Tatum O'Neill O'Donnell, and that is correct. Uh, yes, it's true. Two O'Donnells in a row. Um I- is Tatum Chris O'Neill O'Donnell going to make it next? I was literally <laughs> typing that to Walling. I'm like, Chris O'Donnell's got to be next. Hey, try to stay one step ahead of me if you want. It's all good. Um, Tatum O'Neill is still, I think, the youngest person. Maybe Bombac can back this up, but I think she's still the youngest person also to ever win an Academy Award. Well, now yeah. I want to look it up. Hold on. So, so Tatum, Tatum, sure Tatum O'Neill, right. Tatum O'Neill um, for Paper Moon, I think, is still the youngest uh, in an acting right, so. category. I think you're right. Yeah. We can, I can ask Kells too.
0: Youngest right. winner, Tatum O'Neill,
1: age 10. So, question three, a voice of one of the air buddies who would probably find this answer inconceivable, and also played for 17 years in the NHL after being drafted by the Sabres, later playing for the Kings, Wild, Devils, Bruins, Coyotes, Ducks, Flyers, and Blackhawks, coming to the Wild in the 2000 expansion draft. No way. No, okay. Hold on. Sorry. What? That's it. <laughs> That's absolutely it. We're checked in. All right. Always room for more Minnesota has checked in Detroit shock G.
4: Uh, yeah. So our initial thought was Sean O'Donnell, cause we know there's a theme, <laughs> <laughs> but then we got off that when they got so excited here, because we know that the, uh, the first part is Wallace, Sean, well, we don't know that, but Walling knew that so, we're going to check in and hope that the
1: giggles were warranted with Wallace Sean Wallace. Okay, Detroit Shakti has checked in with Wallace Sean Wallace, always more Minnesota.
3: Scott, you're going to hate yourself. <laughs> there was there was a Sean O'Donnell on the original wild lineup. It, Damn it. It's it's absolutely Wallace Sean O'Donnell.
1: <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh yes, one team is receiving points. And and I had a I had a game with myself here to see if I could come up with a way to get to an obscure hockey answer without getting the mug raised at me. So so I, I walked you into the O'Donnells and fed you into a pattern. So all right. So I have two more, but they are not O'Donnells. I'm just gonna tell you that as a big hint. All right. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Right. Banana the tailpipe. Here we it. go. All right. Question four was originally discovered while competing in the America's, America's Toughest Bouncer Competition, eventually wrestling in the first main event in WrestleMania history, and was credited with winning the first match in WrestleMania history.
4: Oh, I think
1: it might be this one. Yeah. I'm good with that? Yep, I'm good with that. All right, we are checked in. All right, Detroit Shock G has checked in. Always room for more Minnesota. Talk it out. It's going to be um Mr. T.
3: It's Mr. T for the first part. Yeah. Um first main event. No, he he'd be the first main event. Uh, oh, yeah.
0: and credited with winning the first match in oh, the first match in WrestleMania history.
3: Who was in the first match?
0: Someone that starts with T.
3: Oh, um yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, Tito Santana. So Mr. Mr. Tito Santana, I guess, is, is what we're going right. to check in
1: with. Always room for more Minnesota is checking in with Mr. Tito Santana. Oh so brings us. O'Donnell, right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, very important. <laughs> that's, that's his given name. Uh, and Detroit Shock G, what do you have? O'Donnell rules.
4: Um- yeah, it's Mr. Tito Santana, which is probably what uh many many people called him in his career anyway. So, we checked in with Mr. Tito Santana.
2: I think Santana is Spanish for O'Donnell.
1: <laughs> it might be. It could be. Yes. So, uh yes, that is correct. The points all around. Um it is Mr. Tito Santana. Um yeah, I think I've heard Mr. T mentioned a few times as as sort of thrown out his guesses on, on the show, but I've I i can not remember if it ever landed as an answer. And he was he was discovered supposedly by Sylvester Sloan during that America Stavas bouncer competition. But I just like the idea of pairing the first winner of the of the main event with the first winner ever at WrestleMania. So See. um all right. Sorry. I thought
3: ahead. you were gonna I thought you were going until I remembered what the main event actually was. I thought it could have been Lawrence T. Roddy Piper. But uh, uh but um it uh it, but but Roddy Piper was in the main event. So he yes, was. was
1: it was. Okay, so question five. Safety drafted in the first round by the Packers in 2014, went on to play for the Redskins and Bears, and was the longtime president of Total Nonstop Action Wrestling, TNA, who also shares her name with a longtime TV actress. Checked in. All right. Uh Detroit Shock G has checked in. Always uniform four Minnesota. Time to talk it out. Uh,
3: I got to remember what her name was. Is this, well, was this, was this Haha ha Clinton Dix? Yes, it was Dixie, Dixie, uh, Dixie Carter. Is it Dixie, Dixie. Carter?
0: Yeah, right. Is well, she so the one from uh, from designing? It's Women? not her, though. It's not her. Well, it shares a name with the long Right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's Dixie. Yeah, it is Dixie Carter. Yeah. So, haha, ha, Clinton, Dixie Carter.
3: Ha ha, Clinton, Dixie Carter.
1: <laughs> is that a check ha, in? Ha ha. <laughs> wow, yeah. that was a. Oh, that was the Simpson Nelson. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes, exactly. Very nice. Uh, okay. So, uh, both. So, we had always room for more Minnesota has checked in with haha, ha, Clinton, Dixie Carter and Detroit Shock G. What did you guys have?
4: Well, thank you. You did say my time would come. And I, I appreciate the back to back <laughs> wrestling inspired questions. Yeah, this is a good one. Haha, <laughs> Clinton,
1: Dixie Carter. That is correct. Points all around. Haha, ha, Clinton, Dixie Carter. So good job. Yes. And I did try to work in a couple wrestling questions. Um, that brings us to the end of halftime. So, bomb back can we get a score update? Uh,
0: yes. After halftime, um, both teams swept the halftime. So, no.
2: Nope. No? We missed one.
1: Oh, I missed it. Whoa. I
0: get... want to give us Wallace. credit.
1: Oh, they, that's yeah. They sorry. they fell for the they fell for the O'Donnell and the tailpipe. The, the, the O'Donnell, O'Donnell. We did.
0: We did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. My bad. Let me let me let's do that again. After the second quarter, uh Detroit shot G only missed one. They are up to three hundred. Always room for Minnesota. Swept that category, they're up to three seventy.
3: We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at benchwarmers TP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks.
1: Okay, that brings us to the third quarter, which today will be flop, turn, and river.
3: Flop, Turn, and River. For this quarter, there will be four questions consisting of five clues. The first three clues will be given before the teams will decide if they want to check in with their guesses. The last two clues will be given one at a time with the teams deciding if they want to check in with their guests after each subsequent clue. If a correct answer is checked in after the first three clues, the team will receive 50 points. After the fourth clue, 30,
1: and after the fifth clue, 20. So question one, where am I? Clue one, I am a former NFL city. Clue two, I co-hosted the first X Games back when it was called Extreme Games. Clue three, I am home to a university that counts among its former football players, Joe Paterno, John Heisman, and NFL Hall of Famer, Fritz Pollard.
3: Fairly confident in that. I think it has to be that. I'm fine with that. If you want to, all right. Let's let's check in.
1: All right. All right. Always room for more. Minnesota has checked in. Detroit uh, Shot G.
2: Talk it out.
4: I, I hate to take another clue because we're already trailing, but
2: but I also don't really have a good <laughs> yeah. Good guess. Yeah, since we, we can to... only
4: think of a
1: few. Yeah, and all
2: I mean, we're kind of ruling out cities <laughs> as we're going more yeah. than anything. But there's none that's that's popping into my head. I mean, yeah, that, that we I, that we didn't rule out in our discussions.
4: I think that the Extreme Games, for me, especially if they're first starting out, even if they're in an arena, I would think they're going to be in a per- kind of big city at least to try to, you know, get some popularity
2: so yeah but i mean i'm thinking for sure it's going to be coastal like they don't, yeah. they don't ever I have x so games exactly yeah it's either east coast or west coast
4: even if it's inside I, they're not going to have it in you know of tundra or anything like that
2: so the only ones that kind of i mean they're california cities like yeah. san diego and oakland but we don't think that paterno would play in california This kind of where we're like i don't not think oakland. paterno is a california guy no, definitely not, not an oak strike guy. me as a, as a, as a california <laughs> i mean guy. maybe maybe paterno was raised on the mean streets of oakland and we didn't give him enough credit <laughs> but um him mc hammer and ricky henderson yeah um so you yeah. gotta go that's what i was thinking
4: florida but I, I i mean we've already got we got three in florida now
2: right and i can't think of a team that left florida and i'm thinking this is Probably going to be like you said, or like we said, there's it's going to be old NFL (laughs) because all the modern teams that moved have either had another team back, right? Um, or St. Louis, Louis, (laughs) and they don't have a university that has football, yeah. And I don't
4: think they'd really do the extreme games there. Not first,
2: I can tell you there's nothing extreme games about St. Louis,
4: (laughs) so then, uh, so back up, we're going up the coast. You mentioned like Virginia.
2: So, yeah, let me just go down. the. I don't think there was a team in Maine. At least I don't think there was a team in Maine. No, Um, no. (laughs) um,
4: I think there were a few other teams in New York, but.
2: Yeah, New York. I mean, the other thing. Oh, so another thing that makes me think. So just because it popped into my head, ESPN is in Connecticut. Correct. So I'm thinking this is probably something east. East Coast, like I don't think they would have done the first. Like ex- maybe they would have done sure. the first X Games close to there.
4: Sure. Yeah.
2: But unless there was a team in Hartford, it um, might have been. I just don't have a lot of thunder. Yeah. <laughs> so everything we, is speculation.
4: It sucks. I don't want to take another clue, but I think we have to.
2: And yeah, we'll live to fight another day. Yeah. So Give we'll take another, another clue, clue,
1: David. All right. So next clue is I have hosted the Frozen Four multiple times. And several NCAA tournament
2: basketball rounds. I, I don't know that that got us any closer. I, yeah, it's Scott. I don't know that that. <laughs> Bombek, you want to toss us a, some frozen floor? Locations? Yeah, we're the, we're, we're yeah. the wrong team here when it comes to watching <laughs> this. Or... How many how many WrestleManias has it hosted? <laughs> there, yeah, right. There we go. <laughs> I there can tell you that there a
3: shot there's... on God's green earth that <laughs> WrestleMania has been there. I'll tell you that. I can
0: I can tell you that uh, the St. Paul has hosted the uh, Frozen Four. I'm
4: sure it has. Uh,
2: yeah, Scott, I don't think I. I mean, no. that didn't narrow down any of those cities that we have in our head. No, let's put points. Could have been Hartford. Could have been for. Boston. It could have been anything. Yep. Let's do. I guess let's just try to get points. Yep. One more clue. Okay.
1: So last clue is I am home to a second university that counts among its former basketball players, famous basketball coaches Billy Donovan, Lenny Wilkins, and John Thompson. Any idea where they is this... played? Billy Donovan
4: played under who? Yeah, I don't know if this... this Man. This, this, um, this doesn't pin it for me.
2: No. If it's not Hartford, I mean, there's not really a...
4: I know. There's nothing I can like, just grab onto and say, oh, you know, I know he played there.
2: Yeah. Um... Nope, there's, I mean.
4: Yeah, I think we just name it East Coast City. And
2: just... I mean, you want to go with Hartford because it's close? Is
4: to... there an O'Donnell, Massachusetts that is I don't it... know about?
3: There really yeah. should be.
4: Can we say
2: Springfield? It's... It could be Springfield because then it could be in any state, like any number of states. <laughs> <laughs> Springfield a of a is town. like Lucky Johnson.
1: <laughs> True. And starting center Bart Simpson O'Donnell.
2: Yes. <laughs> Uh, if
1: you want to do Hartford, we can do
2: Hartford. Sure. Let's check in with Hartford.
3: Okay. Always room for more Minnesota. What did you guys have? I'm certainly glad we got this off of a clue in the first one, because I don't think those last two clues would have helped me narrow it down at Mm. all. Interesting. Um, I knew for a fact that John Heisman went to an Ivy league school and I was pretty sure he went to Brown But then we thought about all the rest of the Ivy League cities, and New York, Philadelphia, and Boston area all have teams still. We were pretty sure Ithaca had never had one, and New Haven, Connecticut had never had one. So it kind of came down to it had to be Providence.
1: So we checked in with Providence. So... Uh, always Room for More Minnesota, checked in with Providence after the first set of clues, and the correct answer is Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah, um, Joe Paterno, John Heisman, John Heisman, and Fritz Pollard all went to Brown University, and Billy Donovan, Lenny Wilkins, and John Thompson all went to PC, to Providence College. And just for the record, I'm 90% sure Providence has hosted a Royal Rumble, so- oh, yeah. uh, not a wrestlemania uh, so, though. But, not yeah. a WrestleMania, so dan is right but not you know like we're, we're within a within an epsilon yeah well so during the we're...
4: attitude era the the east coast the northeast was a hotbed for it if for if, if so, so, I, so the... I went
2: yeah go ahead sorry eric you say if one of the clues was um it's the city where walling played in the and one mixtape open run then i would have definitely had yeah <laughs> So I, you know time. what i had
1: i had other i was trying to gauge how difficult this should be like i was so just so you know that i'm not throwing all these minnesota bones i could have thrown in steve jordan because steve jordan also went to brown university i had
3: had enough of that yeah
1: yeah so uh and bill and and recently ex-football coach bill o'brien i don't think he's latched on anywhere has he he also went to i brown hope not podcast <laughs> podcast favorites bill o'brien <laughs> yeah okay so question two who am i clue number one I am a Major League Baseball Hall of Fame pitcher who won more than 300 games. Clue number two, I had 1,354 career at-bats with zero career home runs, holding this distinction of having the most at-bats for a player in the last 50 years without a single home run. Clue number three, even though I only won 20 games once, I hold the all-time record with 23 seasons with double-digit wins
2: we're gonna check in and I'm you guys can't see it on the podcast but I'm pumping my fist because I'm excited
1: all right Detroit shock <laughs> G is emphatically checking in let's let the record show always here for more Minnesota in the
0: last 50 years we're looking at again so we're looking at 1970 and
3: beyond yeah right which by the way that's no way that was only 50 years that no way that was 50 years ago right <laughs> That can't possibly
1: be right. But go ahead. I, I, I'm sorry. That actually should have said the last sixty years. So sixty I, years. Okay, so we go back to. I I I'm, sure back to, I I'm pretty sure it goes back to. It's I, I'm pretty sure it goes back to. It, the, 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 the the stat was actually post World War II, but I was trying to frame it up. But I, I may have screwed up the framing. So so let's say last last sixty years certainly. The, I'm sorry. I should go back to their team. Does this change your answer? No. Okay. All right. Thanks. No. My apologies. Man, I'm having a tough time with this one. Um, so
0: we're looking at, it has to be somebody who predominantly played in the National League to get that many at-bats, right? When did the DH come in?
3: 76,
0: 77? Hmm. Well, maybe not. I, think, I guess with this going back to 60, it could have... Yeah.
3: 23 seasons with double digit wins. So he played forever. Um, so I'm thinking players who got to 20 wins. Like Mussina, only got one season with 20 wins. It was his final season, but he didn't play that long.
1: I'm sorry to do this. I was cutting and pasting it from my wrong my wrong source and I and I fixed this. It's actually he does hold the record for double digit wins, but it's in, in 21 seasons. So I don't know, I don't think that changes anything, but I just wanted to clarify. I
3: don't think clarify. that changes the uh,
1: uh, no, I'm just I just I just wanted to clarify because I don't want to I don't want to give off wrong clues. So it is 21 he still holds the record most double digit wins and it's 21 seasons. I apologize. It's obviously pitched at least 21 seasons.
3: Yeah. We we've got a lead. I think we can take another clue, Josh.
1: I I agree. All right.
3: Let's let's take another clue.
1: All right. Next clue. In addition to having a plaque at Cooperstown, I am a member of the Braves Hall of Fame even though I never played there.
3: All right, so who would have been in the Braves Hall of Fame but never played there? So, managers?
0: Plaque uh, I am a member of the Braves Hall of Fame even though I never played there. So my question is when they when he says there, is he specifically talking about Atlanta? Like, could have this been somebody who played for, well, I don't know when, how long have they been in? last 60 years? When did, when were they in Milwaukee? They were there in the fifties for sure. So I don't know if it's that, if they played for the Braves when they were in Milwaukee, or if this is somebody who managed them, do they have a hall of fame pitcher? Well, I mean, Bobby Cox was their manager forever.
3: Right. Was he a is he a Hall of Fame pitcher? I don't not in the last sixty years he's not. <laughs> um Joe Torrey was their manager at one point. But again, I don't think he is. Um I think Tony LaRussa managed there. But again. I'm not sure this gets gets so
0: right now this question's worth 30 points. If we take another clue, it's worth twenty points. Yeah. I, I'm. We gained Milton fifty. Aaron.
3: We gained fifty on the last. We did, and we had a lead before that. So let's go with the last clue.
1: Yeah, give us the last clue. Okay, last clue. I spent most of my career with the Dodgers, initially in a rotation with Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale, and ending in a rotation with Oral Hershiser and Fernando Valenzuela. All right, who was on those Dodgers teams? Um, boy, that's a long stretch. <laughs>
3: Um in a rotation, so he's a starting pitcher. Right. Back to the mid-60s. So he would have retired early 80s. Was a Dodger. Played most of his career there. Probably came back to them at the end of his career. Don Sutton, was he he was a Dodger, wasn't he? He was. <sighs> Did... Why would he be in the Braves um, Hall of Fame? I I don't have any idea about that. I'm
0: just trying to think of guys who very well could have pitched in those disparate 60s and 80s.
3: Yeah, I mean, he very well could have done that.
0: (laughs) Apparently, somebody got their knowledge from a certain book, maybe. The book that talks back to you? It plays fun sounds. I couldn't tell you why he would be in the Hall, the Braves Hall of Fame.
3: Unless he was, was he a, a broadcaster for them? I don't know. Maybe if he's, I don't know if he's from there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But that's the only
3: name I could come up
0: with that sort of fits some of that.
3: Yeah. I have All no right.
0: idea if it's right, but.
3: Well, let's, I I got, I got nothing else. Let's, let's go with it. Okay, we're going to check in with Don Sutton.
1: Hey, uh, always room for more Minnesota, checked in with Don Sutton. And actually after the first set of clues, uh, Detroit Shock G, what did you check in with?
2: Yep, I was pretty sure I'd heard um, the home run stat and the win stat before. I don't know if it was from a certain electronically powered book or not. (laughs) Um, But the Braves thing cemented it um, because he was an announcer for the Braves. And that was Don Sutton.
1: Both teams receiving points long. Yep. The answer is long time. Braves announcer Don Sutton. Hmm. Yeah. I I just, I just love the fact that he could get to 300 wins without with only winning 20 once. Um, And I think there was some debate when he was, when he was up for the hall of fame, because he was never really dominant. He was just consistently solid.
2: He was the Craig Um, Biggio of pitchers.
1: That's true. That's a good call. It's a really good call. Anyway, or the Harold Baines of pitchers. (laughs) That also works. That also works. Okay. (laughs) We go on to question number three. Where am I? Clue number one. I am a university in the United States. Got
2: it. Nailed it. You're done. Give us 50.
1: (laughs) Well, for that, you get a hundred. I mean, that's I should take your guesses. Now clue number two, my men's basketball team holds the record for the most appearances in the NCAA tournament without ever making the final four. Clue number three, my alumni include baseball hall of famer, Jack Morris, and Super Bowl winning coach Andy Reid. Yeah, let's check in. Okay, always Jim for more Minnesota has checked in. Uh, Detroit Shock G, you guys are free to talk. I
4: I need another clue, personally. I don't know what you're thinking.
2: Do, do you know any universities that had um, punt, pass, and kick guys that were way bigger than everybody else in <laughs> in the punt, pass, and kick competition? I, you know, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't
4: think of any. Dang.
2: Yeah, I I don't think I have enough here to. I'm not familiar with Jack Morris's.
4: I was going to say, yeah, call
1: me crazy, but I don't know where Mm. Jack Morris went to school.
2: Nope. All right, let's get another clue.
1: Clue number four. My football team has won a national championship in the last 40 years. All right. So, last 40
4: years, they've won a championship. He said A. So, this could be a team that only won one. (sighs)
2: Okay, so teams that have won like one yeah, in the last – you said 40 years? 40 years, so we're back to 80s. We're going back to the 80s. So Notre Dame's won, won. since then. Florida State's won a few right. – I'm trying to think of like oddball national champions. Uh,
4: yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Tennessee?
2: Tennessee won one. But I don't think he's – I don't think – is Andy is Andy Reid Mormon by chance? Do you know?
4: <laughs> I don't know the Mormon walrus. Didn't, BY,
2: didn't, B, yeah, didn't BYU win one in the or win one in the eighties? Like when everybody got to claim it at the same time.
4: I don't think Jack Morris is Mormon either.
2: I don't know. Did he ride his bike to games?
4: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know too much about him. Ah, <laughs> uh.
2: did he? Texas? Texas? Yeah, I would have remembered if he went to Texas. He definitely. I'm
4: just trying to think. They only won the one.
2: Right. I'm just trying to think of the teams. How many has Oklahoma won? They won the one with Stoops, and didn't they win win with Switzer in the 80s? Yeah, probably. Miami won a couple. Ohio State won a few. LSU's won (sighs)
4: two. Obviously, Alabama's won
2: plenty. Yeah michigan maybe
4: uh, it's not helping me land on anything
2: you want to get another one yep okay if he says detmer in this next one i'm gonna be mad
1: uh, <laughs> next clue is or the final clue is the namesake of the university's great 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 grandson was a quarterback at the school wow. and later an nfl hall of famer
2: turds <laughs>
1: i apologize the clues it's are supposed okay. to be more and more revealing so it yeah. is
2: it is we should have stumbled we yep. yep well hell apparently andy reed is a mormon or hung out with him yeah i guess we'll check in with brigham young then
1: <laughs> yeah so uh trey chuck g checked in with brigham young always room for more minnesota what did you guys have
3: there aren't a lot of uh mormons that grow up in minnesota but uh blackjack morris was definitely one of them and i was Almost positive he went to BYU, so we uh, we
1: checked in with BYU. Both teams getting points, and uh, yes, it was funny to hear Eric. You were talking about this, and w- or one of both of you said, "Are Jack Morris or uh, are Andy Reid are they Mormons?" And it turns out, in fact, they both are. So yes, both went to BYU, and and I, the stat that I found most amazing was the BYU has made the tournament. Made the NCAA basketball tournament men's tournament thirty times, and they've never made the final four. So, not even not even Jimmer Fredette could do it. Uh, so, not even Jimmer. Not even Jimmer. Podcast so. favorite Jimmer. Podcast favorite. That's why I brought him up. Yep. Well, you you when you guys were both taking your bio breaks, you missed when Eric, in, in this wonderful gem, asked, and I don't know if he was talking about Andy Reid or Jack Morris, but he said, "Does he ride his bikes to the games? Does his bicycle <laughs> to the games?" So I, I, I was genius. So anyway, all right. Um, Okay, so on to question four. Who am I? I was born in Brooklyn in 1944. My first broadcasting job was doing radio for the Los Angeles Lakers, but I was fired after just four games. Clue number three, I have called professional baseball, basketball, football,
2: and hockey. Let's gamble. We'll check in.
1: All right, Detroit Shock G has checked in. Always room for more Minnesota. You're free to talk.
3: 44. How old does that make him?
0: If alive would be 76 or 77.
3: Okay. So someone who was very prolific, probably in the eighties and nineties, then done lots of different sports, Yep. probably smacks of New York. If he's from, if he's from Brooklyn, professional baseball, basketball, football, and hockey. Okay, someone who's done both professional football and professional baseball. Those two don't overlap all that much, I would think, right? Probably not. This has got to be one of those guys that's a. It's. I I don't think it's Bob Costas, but someone like him that like is a stalwart for a network.
0: I was going to say, I mean, Costas isn't old enough, I don't think. Right. right.
3: But that kind of like, like Costas is for NBC.
0: Al Michaels, how old is he? Not,
3: oh, he's, that's really close. He's got to be really close to that age. I mean, he he did the 1980 Olympic hockey commentating. That would have made him, what, 36 at that time? Yeah. That's about right. He's been in the, the Monday Night Football booth. What have you done? Baseball? Can you think of him doing baseball? Probably World Series that were on ABC. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: I like that. Should we go for it? They're going for it. And, you know. I guess nothing, I guess it's a zero sum if we, uh, if we don't get it, right? Well, if they get it and we don't, yeah, but yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay. We're going to check in with, uh, because they
1: checked in as well, right? Yep. We're good with, uh, Al Michaels. Okay. Hey, so always room for more Minnesota. Checked in with Al Michaels, Detroit Shock G. What did you check in with?
2: And we started, the first name that popped into our head was Vin Scully. And then I thought, yeah. You know, Scott said, I don't think he's done hockey. And then a name that's done, um, at least three of those sports for sure. Cause he called the miracle on ice uh, and then uh, obviously football and basketball. And I figured kind of like you guys got to surely he's done some baseball in there. So we went with Al Michaels.
1: Both teams have checked in with Al Michaels and both teams are receiving points. Very yeah. nice. If, if it's okay. And you'll indulge me. I'll share my last, my extra two clues with you. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that you're both trying to remember the baseball because my clue four was actually a baseball moment. It, One of my most famous broadcast moments came when approximately five minutes into a broadcast, I said, quote, well, folks, that's the greatest hope open in the history of television bar none. And actually what had happened was they opened the 89 World Series. Um, Within minutes, there was an earthquake. They got knocked off. And then 15 minutes later, he came back on. I think it was even just the audio. And he said something about he said something just like that, like that, that was the greatest open in the history of television, like sort of saying that it that it takes an earthquake. And then my clue five was simply, do you believe in miracles? Yes. So, um, Josh, well done, everybody. Well done. Now that
3: now that we're talking about baseball, he is the one that accused the Minnesota Twins of pumping on pumping in fake noise <laughs> in the '87 series.
1: <sighs> I I I remember that clear as day. Now I wouldn't. Yeah. He's called he's called a lot. I mean, he has called a lot. If you go back and look at this guy's history, it was hard to just pick up. When you go to his Wikipedia page, it's amazing how how prolific that guy is. And he's still doing it. So, yeah. Uh, and by the way, Vince Gully's uh, Vince Scully's well into his 90s at this point. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah um, that that also know, didn't help.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So that oh, so let's get a score update. Bomb back.
0: After the third quarter, we have the following scores. Detroit Shock G is at 420. And always room for more Minnesota is at
1: 540. Okay, that brings us to the fourth quarter.
3: The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total.
1: So the categories for today's fourth quarter are as follows. Question one, will you be there? Question two, beat it. Question three, don't stop till you get enough. Question four, black and white. Question five, heal the world. So will you be there is NFL draft. Beat it is baseball home run records. Don't stop till you get enough is football scoring records. Black and white is Olympics history. And heal the world is all NBA teams. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wages are in, on to the questions. So question number one in the NFL draft, what school holds the record for the most consecutive years with at least one NFL first-round pick? We're checked in. All right, Detroit Shock G has checked in. Always room for more Minnesota. Time to talk it out. What I was about
3: to say, Josh, is that I'm pretty sure Alabama is on a streak right now. Which would
0: yeah, which would make sense.
3: I want to say we would have heard if they would have broken the record.
0: I think you're right. Like I said, when I brought up Bama, it was I was like, you know, is this recency bias? And I'm sure there mm-hmm. is some of that. And they probably are on a pretty good string of first round years now.
3: Um, I, I I think Miami had a string like what like mid 90s till late in the 2000s.
0: I mean, they were definitely dominant in that mid to late '90s, and then they were still
3: a strong program in the 2000s, right? Yeah, and they've got they've got players across the across all the positions that tend to go high. Yeah, not Miami, Ohio, though. Not no. not them. <laughs> no, no. no, no, no. As much as it hurts me, you're talking about the the, the U the Miami the U. I don't think I'm going to come up with anything better than that. I don't think there might not be anything better than that. Like
0: there's, and I trust your first instinct, even if you don't have a lot that necessarily is, you know,
1: we just go Miami for, yeah. All right. We'll go Miami for 60 points. So always room for more Minnesota has checked in with Miami for 60 points. Detroit shock G your, uh, your guess and wager.
4: This was this past week was my last week at my current job. I start my new job on Monday and because it was my last week, I had nothing to do. So I did sporkle quizzes all week, most notably sports sporkle quizzes all week. And I actually did a quiz that was longest years with first round draft picks in the NFL draft. The problem with that is I'm not Eric Eid and I don't just remember things because once I finish a sporkle quiz, I get rid of the info so that I can get ready for more info for the next quiz. So I've looked at this list recently and I I know the schools that are like in the top five. And so it was just a matter of trying to remember which one was number one. Uh, But ultimately we checked in with 100 points
1: also with the U Miami. So Detroit Shock G checks in with Miami and that will be points all around. Miami is correct. And uh, Dan, you pretty much had it that Miami had at least one first round pick for 14 years in a row from 95 through 2008 and Alabama going into this year's draft is on an active streak of twelve, So they will assumedly get to 13, they and I, I almost certainly will get to 14, 15, and who the heck knows beyond that, right? But yes, good job, everybody. Nice, nice work. So here we go. Question two is beat it or baseball home run records. Who is the only member of the 500 home run club who never finished a season in the top five in home runs in the majors?
2: We're going to check in.
1: All right, Detroit Shock G has checked in. Always in for more Minnesota. Talk it out. Um,
3: Never in the top five. I mean, the first person that may fit that would be Hank Aaron. Cause he was just consistently hitting high numbers, but
0: he was, he was consistently in the upper thirties, lower forties.
3: Right. right. Maybe
0: Um trying to think of anybody else in that, in the 500.
3: Well, I, I, I know a lot of people in the, in the 500 club. I mean, there's, um, it goes down to, I think Eddie Murray's the,
0: he was, he was one I was thinking of but top. I mean, the tough thing is trying
3: to pinpoint the top five, right? Like, right. This is just something that we would have had to have heard and remembered. Right. You would think so. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Hank Aaron though had 750, not 700, 755 home runs. Um, wouldn't he have, would he have had to have finished in the top five? I mean, you would think one of those seasons he very well could have. I mean, that's the only name I got that's jumping out at me right now, but I'm just trying to think if like Eddie Murray, I
0: don't know if I recall him ever leading the league, but he could have, but then once again, he could have been top five.
3: Right. Top five is such a hard, you know, hard position to put your, put your finger on, you know? Yeah. This is leading in the top five in, MLB. Yeah. In the majors. I mean, I I can't believe we're between Eddie Murray and (laughs) (laughs) we're
0: at like almost the top of the list and then the bottom of the 500. So many
4: people in between there, there
0: are, but I just can't think of any seasons where Eddie Murray would have necessarily hit a huge amount. All right, let's, let's do it. Why not? All right, We're going to check in with Eddie Murray for 60 points.
1: Always Room for More Minnesota has checked in with Eddie Murray for 60 points. Brings us to Detroit Shock G. What did you check in with, and how many points, please?
2: Yeah, we had a kind of similar discussion, uh, slightly shorter. Um, But I was pretty sure that this guy that just consistently hit, like, 30-ish home runs in a time that people were... Crazy into steroids. Um, so we also checked in with Eddie Murray for 100 points.
4: And you guys suck.
2: <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe we both suck.
4: Either way, I- though, like we can't <laughs> gain on them so that you suck.
1: <laughs> so unfortunately, neither team is receiving points. Hmm. I will tell you that Eddie Murray is remarkably close. So if there were points for second place, you guys would all get it. I mean, if I remember for sure that Eddie Murray was. Led the league in the strike-short 1981 year, and that was good for third in the majors. Um, but uh, the correct answer is actually, and Scott, you're going to be kicking yourself. It's Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield. So it's Gary Sheffield. So his Gary name. His never name cracked came up. the top five. He his never cracked the top in five in majors, mind. and and because wait, hang on one second, second. It's got. Then, then I promise. But yes, the 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 thing with Gary Sheffield is it was exactly the steroid. Problem like he had he had some crazy years and guys were hitting sixty and he was in the forty five range let's say and he never cracked the top five hmm. yeah sorry Scott go ahead I'm sorry no his your-
4: his name came up in my mind initially but Eric you know Walling he really thought it was Eddie Murray and I thought that made sense given when he played as well so I we latched onto that we didn't even discuss anyone else after that
1: okay so on to question three which is uh don't stop till you get enough there have been two players to record at least 50 rushing touchdowns in division one slash FBS college and go on to record at least a hundred rushing touchdowns in the NFL. Name both players.
0: We're going to check in.
1: All right. Always room for more Minnesota has checked in. So Detroit Chuck G talk it out. Oh, this sucks. We have five names and I like them all.
2: Can we check in with five? And if two of them are right, you give us credit.
1: <laughs> yes, Absolutely.
2: All right, yeah, sweet. I, I <laughs> just start naming. I, I, I'm just trying to thing. I'm just
1: I'm just trying to make the game interesting at this point. Yeah, yeah. whatever you whatever you got. You just you just All tell right. me initials
2: and I'll give it to you. <laughs> well, okay. funny you say that well, yeah. Um, because the Cause one we, LT. We, we yeah, we locked on to one pretty quick. I'm pretty sure Ladanian Tomlinson is one. We're, we're pretty sure Um, could be wrong, but um, then we what other names do we, have? we have? We have Eddie George, Eddie George. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders and Marshall Falk and OJ. Yeah. Um, I don't know about OJ's touchdown. I mean, I know his yards are ridiculous. I guess I have nothing on his touchdowns.
4: He had a lot of breakaway though.
2: <sighs>
4: Marshall Falk though, I know at San Diego State he was so dominant.
2: Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm almost I mean, I'd be kind of sure that he got to that number at San Diego State. My only question is did he rush for a hundred touchdowns in the NFL? Because he was, you know, the first of the, like, hybrid backs, if you will. That's true. He may have
4: have 100 combined.
2: But he might – I mean, hell, he might have 200 combined. Um, (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah, no, you bring up a good point, though. Rushing Mm -hmm. for 100 seems like a a little bit excessive for him, I think. Barry Sanders, we know, was dominant in both. Mm -hmm. He's got to have 100 in the NFL, right? I mean, they they Herman Moore Mm -hmm. caught a lot of passes, but – I'd be stuck between Barry and OJ, I think. I I am starting to worry about Marshall Falls. See, I'm stuck. I'm,
2: st- I'm stuck between Barry and and Marshall Faulk.
4: Well then I think we should go with Barry then since we both feel good about him.
2: Sure. We'll go you wanna get so Ladanian Tomlinson and Barry Sanders. You wanna check this? Yeah, those let's two? do it. Okay. We'll check in with Ladanian Tomlinson and Barry Sanders for a hundred points.
1: Detroit Shock has just checked in with LaDainian Thomason and Barry Sanders for 100 points. Always room for more Minnesota. What did you have and what was your wager?
0: I'm not uh, uh, I'm not sure Barry Sanders makes either list. He might be close in the NFL. He only had the one huge year in college. I remember looking at his stats like he didn't get very many carries in his in like the first two seasons or something like that. Like He had the one huge year, but
3: so we had it down to three names yeah lt being one and we automatically went with that one and then we had it down to um marshall falk and tony dorsett we had a really hard time t- picking between those two i'm not sure dorsett got to 100 in the pros I, I, he had to be coming I mean, his nick his 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 initials are td i mean he had to be he had to be close that's, right
1: that's the <laughs> that's the ticket to begin an nfl quarter uh running back is you have to if I just change my initials to TD, Terrell, Terrell Davis. Davis. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Good
3: point. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I I feel strongly with uh, obviously Ladanian Tomlinson. Like yeah, and then, then we
3: we ended up we ended up going with Marshall Falk, and then after we checked in with him, I realized that the question said rushing touchdowns, and I'm scared to death. I think we're still good. I think. Okay. I think Falk I, has well more.
0: Like if you say total touchdowns, he. Uh, He's probably he could be 150
3: plus in the yeah. pros, yeah, probably. I'm just really, really concerned that he had quite a few receiving touchdowns. Yeah, so, but, but I'm, anyway, I'm however, confident. it works, <laughs> we ended up with Ladanian Tomlinson and Marshall Falk for 60 points.
1: Uh, to build the suspense a little bit, Ladanian Tomlinson, you are you are both right, had 145 NFL rushing touchdowns and 54 in college. The other answer is, in fact, Marshall Falk. Who had 57 in college and exactly 100 rushing touchdowns in the NFL? Um, I don't remember how many Barry Sanders had in in college, but I'm staring at the list right now, and he he actually had exactly 99 in the NFL. So one team receiving points. How many did Tony uh, Dorsett have? Do you know? Uh, uh, Tony Dorsett is not even in the NFL top 20. I could go look at this pretty quickly.
0: So Sanders was close for both. He was one touchdown shy in the pros and two touchdowns shy in college because he had two, nine,
1: and then 37 in his The story
2: of our game so far. (laughs) So close. Barry Sanders' career.
1: The the other thing with Dorsett is that, as I recall, he didn't play that long. I mean, I guess running backs often don't. Um, Wait a minute. Here we go. He had 77 career rushing touchdowns. Oh, okay. So, anyway. All right. We move on to question four, uh, and the category was black and white, which is Olympics history. Many people remember that Jesse Owens broke important barriers when he won four golds in the 1936 Nazi Germany Games. What equally or arguably more famous athlete's older brother finished second to Jesse Owens in the 200 meters at those same
2: Olympics? Literally just getting ready to type that to you. I
1: think we should do that. Okay. We checked in. Detroit Shock G has checked in, so always room for more Minnesota. You guys can talk it out.
3: I'm looking at the question,
1: Josh, and yep. one of the
3: one of the things I see written written right there is broke barriers, mm-hmm. and it w- he would have been around the right age to have a a brother who was running in the Olympics at that time. Yeah, or Jackie <laughs> Robinson. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think that's it's a very very well-written question, if that's right. If it's not right, then I, I hate the question. <laughs> Let's go with it. Right, we're going to check in with Jackie Robinson for 60.
1: Detroit Shock G, what do you guys have?
4: Yeah, trying to think of the time frame and, and who would have had a, a brother that would be athletic enough and just thinking about with you know how many sports he excelled in think maybe ran in the family so we also checked in with jackie robinson for 20 points
1: the answer is in fact jackie robinson i'm glad to garner dan's approval what a well-written question on on my question great question perfect thank thank you (laughs) wonderful question yes and i'm not i'm not going to say anything about the fact that my meta category there was black and white but uh that was supposed to be a small bit of a hint um but anyway okay so we move on to question five Uh, And the category was uh, Heal the World or All-NBA Teams. Since 1980, there has only been one NBA MVP that had only one career first team All-NBA honor. Naturally, it was the year of his MVP. Name him. Good with it.
2: Good with it.
4: We are checked in.
1: Great shock G has checked in. So uh, always room for more Minnesota. Last chance to chalk it out. Okay, so let's work our way
3: back here. Giannis has won the last two, right? Yes. Not going to be him. No. Um, who won it the year before that? James Harden. Harden won it the year before. It's not going to be him. Nope. Westbrook had one in there, and uh, Curry had back-to-backs. I think you're. I think you're stepping back correctly. Then there's a bunch by James in there. Derek Rose popped up one year to win the MVP.
0: Oh yeah
3: he's had so many injuries
0: in so many other years. Like he had all those knee injuries. That kind of would, that might be, that might be the one. Yeah. I mean, because Harden
3: maybe is only one at once, but he's definitely been all NBA more than once. And then once you go back, once you go back after that, you're looking at what, uh, Kobe won a few, Dirk Nowitzki had to be on the.
0: He had to have been on the All NBA more than
3: yeah. once, right? KG, he he was All NBA more than once. Yeah. Steve Nash probably well, he won it. He won a couple times Never mind. yep Carl Malone won it. He won it again. He won it a, again, he a couple be, times, though. I think. I think he they only won it once, but either way, once. he had to be All NBA
0: though. Oh, absolutely. He had to have been the power forward for many a
3: many a year on the All NBA. David Robinson won one, but, uh, again, I think he was probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think Derek Rose is the one that
0: makes the most sense
3: Mm -hmm.
0: because he had that huge year, won the MVP. And I think the next year is one of the first big knee injuries he had. And then he's just been plagued with
3: injuries after that. Yeah. He hasn't been, he's been a shell of himself ever since. So I'm good with that. All right. Let's go. Derek Rose for 61 points.
1: So always room for more Minnesota. Is checking in with Derrick Rose for 61 points. Former Timberwolf, Derrick Rose. <laughs> Former, do I, have to, do I have to add that? Right. Yeah. No, no. Former Timberwolf. Okay, and Detroit Shock G, what did you guys check in with?
4: Uh, I jumped on this one like before you even finished the question. I, I'd be really, really surprised if this wasn't Derrick Rose. So we also checked in with Derrick Rose for 100 points.
1: Detroit Shock G checks in with Derrick Rose for 100 points. And again, uh, my, my subtle clue in the
4: was uh, it heal was it
1: healed heal heal well it was just heal the world uh, i, I because, said that to eric in the chat okay because derrick rose won the mvp in 2010 2011 and i think in the next 3 years he averaged like 15 games played or something mm-hmm. yep. so so if if that was his prime and then he got hurt immediately after winning the mvp so uh that's exactly what happened and actually if you go back beyond 40 years you get all kinds of guys who uh, i think who, who won the mvp yeah. that um I think I think for some reason Bill Walton may be, may be a guy who's 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 the next guy you get back to who who didn't make the All MVP I mean uh, won the MVP maybe the other Blazers won the championship um, uh, but only made the uh, uh, only made the All NBA just once okay so here we go our final results for today Detroit Shock, Shock G finished with four hundred forty points and our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Geno Smith Award with 721 points are uh, always room for more or is always room for more Minnesota. Um, I thought you were going to say
3: almost always room for more, more for Mormonism. Always <laughs> <room> for Mormonism.
1: <laughs> well, there are a bunch of guys on
3: bicycles who believe that. So that was a great game. That was a really well-written game. I'm I think I speak for everyone here. When I say you can come back and host anytime you'd like, <laughs> and you don't have to run questions by anybody. Those were great questions.
1: Thank you. I, I, I had a lot of fun writing questions, a lot of fun. I had so many spreadsheets going. That's, that's how I ended up with all this last 40 years, last 50 years stuff that you guys were, were mocking. But, yes, thank you. Thank you
2: for that. <laughs> thank you for saying that. <laughs> no, this was, yeah, this was a blast. Um, we, I felt like we, got, we were close. Hurts when you run up against another buzzsaw that only misses, like, two questions in the entire game. But um, I, felt, I felt like we, we, we had good reasoning around our wrong answers, which always makes me feel better.
4: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, that's. I mean, I had you not been so stuck on Eddie Murray, I probably would have gone Sheffield. Had I not been so stuck on Barry Sanders, we would have went Marshall Falk. I mean, there's just a few things that that fell the opposite way. But yeah, I mean, David, terrific game, well written. Some really, really, I, you know, it's funny. Like thinking about some of the questions, I always, I always think of uh, the BTP presents the OT, and I think of what they're gonna say about each episode, and I'm, I would. Be hard pressed to to think that when yours comes up, that they won't mention some of the uh, the really intricate and really fun questions on here, like the touchdowns one, like the you know, some of the other ones that really made you think, the NTA tournament stuff, things like that. Um, just really, really challenging questions, but obviously gettable and things that came with a lot of flavor text that a lot of people enjoy, you know, not just hearing what the answers are, but kind of hearing the genesis of the questions and, and how they came about. And you did a terrific job of that. So as, as Dan said, please come back and host anytime. any time. We'd love to have you.
1: Thank you. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take you up on that for sure. That, that, that would be, it would be, it was a great opportunity this time. It'll be a great opportunity if I, if I get another chance, it was great. I got to tell you about the flavor text though. I woke up this morning. As soon as I, as soon as I worked out with Scott, when I was going to host, I was going to sleep every night thinking about questions and waking up, thinking about questions today. I woke up and said, Oh, Oh shoot. I am going to be hosting. I better come up with some flavor text. And I started scrambling like crazy. (laughs) So I spent the morning like putting some flavor text together. So I I, I hope some of it hits. So so flavor text is overrated. (laughs)
2: Oh. Oh, wow. Why couldn't you have brought that up early so that the two could have been fighting all game? Oh, driving Mike, a wedge between yeah. Bomback and I right now. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, hey, you
0: don't have to like flavor text. You're just always going to get it when I'm a host. <laughs> and you do it well. You do you do it better than anybody. That's for sure. <sighs> oh, no, uh, David, uh, thanks. It was a great game. It didn't surprise me at all that you put together a great game since you've been sending a number of things my way and I utilized a couple of your quarter um, ones that you submitted to me a few episodes back. So not a surprise to me. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I think you had a nice range of uh, questions in uh, different sports in different eras. And I think that's always nice. I know that. uh, Yeah. I mean, writing games, isn't always, always easy. That's for sure. Especially when you're, you know, trying to piece it all together. So I appreciate you putting in the time and effort. Um, Also want to thank you again for being uh, a Patreon, a subscriber, uh, being an assistant coach. Um, we can't, uh, we can't thank all of you enough who, who are willing to put a little bit of scratch towards us. So it, we hopefully can continue to give you guys what you want, um, which is hopefully quality sports trivia. So, um, yeah, thanks a lot and uh, good game, everybody. Just I just want to remind of...
3: everybody to go out and out to, uh, T public and check out our store out there. We've got some, uh, we've got some great designs to put on t-shirts, to put on uh, mugs, to put on um, you can put them on a mask you know get them on there get them on uh, get wall art you can even put them on on um baby onesies you can all, all kinds wouldn't you like a mind palace baby onesie i know i, I, mean, I who, who, yeah i mean i know i would love one but um and also check out as the aforementioned btp presents channel um subscribe there you get uh, you get the naked bootleg and you get the btp ot talk a lot about uh, about the shows that have uh, been on recently and a lot of meta stuff on there. It's, it's a really good listen, especially if you listen every, to all of our episodes. This is just must listen to break down the episodes. Um, Walling does a great job on that. Um, Matt is okay, but Walling does a great job.
2: Look, can, We can't both carry the team. One of us has fantasy to pull football team, Much yeah. like your
1: fantasy football team.
2: <laughs> Life imitates art. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and
3: deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes,
0: Yeah. yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Bench Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Bench TP.